Hey, I'm Amy Atkinson, and it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence to focus on growing my online business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today. This podcast gives you all the tried and tested ways to grow your business through social media and digital marketing. You'll hear all my home truths and challenges, but also how to navigate them. It's time to get you seen, so let's get started. We have got the incredible Adam on with us today. He is a full-time podcaster. We've just been talking about how he's got a great working week, only working three days a week. And he is a podcasting business consultant. He's the host of a top-ranked podcast. And I actually came across him through one of my incredible friends, but also people that have come onto the episode number 33 of my podcast so go and check her out it's Ina that's how I got in touch with Adam I was like you have to come on to my podcast too he helps frustrated podcasters to stop hearing crickets and start making money without sponsors or a giant audience so welcome Adam thank you for coming on Amy, thank you so much I'm excited to be here Uh, I know you're helping so many females out there uh, with their business and their entrepreneurial career so I'm all about it. Let's let's dig in. Let's go. So the first question is very simple, but perhaps not as the case may be. How do you use a podcast to build your brand and your business? Yeah, well, when it comes to podcasting, I think there are a couple little switches that we need to flip in people's brains because a lot of people have a coach or a consultant that tells them, oh, you need a podcast because Mm -hmm. that's what people in your niche do or whatever. It's a great way to get the word out. But then we compartmentalize a podcast as like a social media post. Like, oh, I do a TikTok video, I do a podcast, same thing. And they just view it as a piece of content that goes out into the ether. And in my opinion, you're really missing an opportunity to grow a brand and grow a business if you have that mental approach to podcasting. So we have to separate it out and go, okay, podcasting is a genuine and unique opportunity to build community and to connect and build super fans and be that little voice of reason in somebody's earbuds every time they're looking to learn about what you you teach, what you talk about on your mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So it's different than just TikTok. It's different than just Uh, a Facebook live or whatever, you can create bingeable, easy to consume content. And really when you use a show uh, like yours to grow a brand or like mine to grow a brand, you have to think like, okay, how do I get in the minds of my ideal listener slash ideal customer? What content do they need to, to have? What pain points do I need to serve? What do I need to talk about over and over and over to the point that they're like, man, I mean, I hear it all the time. The best feedback I ever get is when somebody goes, dude, you're in my head right now. You are inside of my brain, reading my mind and coming up with the stuff that I need to hear. I'm like, that's fantastic. And (laughs) the the reason that is, is I talk to a lot of my listeners and I'm obsessed with it. So I think that that's the first key step to using a podcast to grow your brand and your business is you have to separate it out into this other category and go, all right, how do I create this community of super fans? How do I serve them? And how can I be that consistent voice of reason in their earbuds? Because to kind of finish my point here, the superpower of podcasting is that we can insert our content into people's life routines. And that is unique because mm-hmm. like, I guarantee if this, whether this is somebody's favorite show that's listening in, or you have another one or whatever, like your favorite show 
I guarantee you listen to it on a specific day at a specific time when you do a specific thing. So maybe it is on Wednesdays while you walk your dog or yeah. on Friday mornings when you work out or while you drive your kids to school every day. But we get to insert our content into that life routine. People don't consume YouTube videos like that. They don't consume blogs like that. They don't consume email marketing like that. No one is running their email inbox and going, it's Friday at 6 a.m. Let's see what Amy has to say. You know, like <laughs> no, nobody does that, but they will do that with your show because we can do it while we multitask, while we do other things and we can listen to it at one, 1. 1.3 X speed or whatever. So it's very consumable. So we have that superpower to be a part of their life routine where YouTubers and bloggers and email marketers don't. And that's a huge advantage for us when it comes to brand building and building a business. Yeah, exactly. And I, I talk about knowing your ideal customer a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but it's almost like the fashion, isn't it, to be busy. Everyone says, oh, I'm really busy at the moment. In fact, we literally just said that before hitting record. We were talking about how busy we were or we are. And that is why podcasting is so important, because when you know your ideal customer is really busy, they're always talking about how they're really busy. Therefore, listening to a podcast while they're walking the dog, cooking the dinner, picking the kids up from school, whatever it is, they're still able to learn from you and hear all of your valuable hints and tips. It's yeah, that is such a good point. OK, so let's just go through some podcasting tips for launch then. OK. So the first step to launching a podcast is you have to stop podcrastinating. So that's my little play on words of <laughs> a person word. who thinks they, they've been thinking about and getting ready and preparing to launch this show for days, weeks, months, some people years. Uh, I, I talked to a person, I did a consultation with somebody. You're, this is going to blow your mind, Amy. <laughs> they, they had 45 episodes recorded, but had yet to launch because they hadn't found perfect image to use for their show the art the show art was what was holding them back i'm like <laughs> you are podcrastinating to the worst uh, of the worst here so you have to realize when you are launching a show it's going to be imperfect and you have to have a ready fire aim approach otherwise you'll get stuck going ready aim 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 into infinity and we never have a show out there so a show that's 80 percent perfect and is launched is better than the show that is 99% perfect and still in your head and it yeah. hasn't been out there. So the first year of podcasting will be practicing being a podcaster. You're going to figure out, you're probably going to change the name of your show once or twice. I know I did, uh, rebranding, changing content, changing your ideal listener avatar. All of that is the first year, the first 52 episodes. So when you launch, I want you to get it out there. Don't be a podcastinator, but then the next key step, when I help people launch a show, I go, all right, we need a 52 episode commitment. The average podcast doesn't get past 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. The overwhelming majority, all right? There've been over 4 million podcasts launched, only 150,000 have more than 10 episodes, all right? Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes, so that should tell you something. There's lots of opportunity and it's an opportunity for people that just don't quit. I launched my first show in 2015, seven years ago at the point of, of recording here. And it sucked. It was not good. Uh, I had terrible sound effects. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't a polished speaker, but I just didn't quit because I saw the opportunity. I saw the opportunity to build a brand, to build a business. I saw the opportunity to make more impact across the globe. And I just like, I gave myself grace. Like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm just not going to quit. It was a, a self-study thing. I didn't know any other podcasters. I had no coaches. 
podcasting wasn't quite where it is now back then in 2015 in the olden days. Um, you know, my <laughs> electricity was powered by like a, a butter churner thing or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so <laughs> it, it's with, with launching, you've got to get it out there. I want you to commit to 52 episodes. Uh, that's if you're releasing something every week, that's going to be a year's worth of content before you even think about quitting. All right. Mm -hmm. Like that's the commitment I ask people, like before you think about quitting, you have to try for a year and or, and or 52 episodes, whatever comes first. And at that point you can start to entertain the idea, but you won't have really given yourself a chance and your idea a chance until that point. Seven episodes isn't enough because you're just starting to figure things out. So that's, that's where I always start with people. And then within that 52 episodes, we go, all right, what kind of content do we want to do? Some solo episodes, some interviews, maybe some coaching style episodes, which I'm huge on. Mm -hmm. And then we start to break it down a little bit and go, okay, let's say I'm going to do half and half solo episodes and interviews. Okay. So I need 52. Let's do the math. 20, that's 26 people. Make a list of 26 people that I would like to have on my show. And then let's write down 26 topics that I could talk about for about 10 minutes or so. Now we've got a, a map for a year's worth of content of releasing an episode each week, which I really feel is another good goal to have. So that's kind of where we start uh, as far as launching a show. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good point, actually, because I have a lot of my listeners, clients talk to me about podcasting, starting a podcast. And that is so true. So this is episode 38 off the top of my head I haven't actually double checked so I'm still not at the 52 mark but it's worth noting that I did my first podcast in 2016 so that was a long time ago and this just goes to show that I've been trying to figure out whether I should go weekly whether I should do monthly whether I should be bi-monthly I've gone from having no jingle at the beginning to having a jingle now like <laughs> These are all things that just come as you keep, you know, keep going. I've definitely been a bad talker. I've gone off topic loads of times. There's so many things that you learn as you keep practicing. Um, I started off just talking by myself, whereas now I always interview people because I think I don't know everything. Nobody is a perfect person at everything. And actually, that's where all of the people that I've had on really add value. Um, so let's have a little chat about growth because a few people have launched. I know they have because they've dropped me messages to say, thank you for just giving me the kick up the bum to actually get going. Um, and now they're starting to think about growth mode or if they're not quite there yet, it's definitely going to be on the radar soon. So when it comes to growth with a podcast, what are you thinking? What's your best advice? Okay, so when it comes to growth, we have to set a, a mental baseline for the numbers of what's realistic. All right, so I wanna drop two numbers. These are two download growth goals that I set for all my clients. Uh, the first one is 125 downloads per episode. All right, and, and let's really be specific about this. So if this episode goes live today, we would measure how many downloads this single episode gets in 30 days. So the first goal is 125. And if Amy's show does that, then she is in the top 50%, five zero, top 50% of all podcasts that exist. All right. So of those, you know, 
4 million that have launched, but really there's about 155 people that are actually 155,000 people that are actually podcasting your top 50%. All right. So that's the first goal. The second benchmark goal is getting to 1000 downloads at that 30 day mark that will create a top 20% podcast. So only 20% of all podcasts do a thousand downloads. And I love that number because we hear a lot about a thousand true fans. And once you get there, especially if you're a service provider, if you are selling your own coaching, consulting courses, memberships, programs, products, and services, you get to that thousand, really between 500 and a thousand. That's when I usually start seeing sales really perk up and your conversion rate of your listeners turning into super fans, super fans turning into clients. Uh, so that is a great mark to be at. And that's really where we focus being, you know, I like to create a top 20% podcast. So with that, um, people are like, all right, well, how do I get my downloads up? So a simple marketing tip that we can use to take advantage of the algorithm of what works inside of Apple and Spotify, which are the two largest podcast, uh, player apps. Mm -hmm. So there is a 72 hour window of algorithmic sensitivity, as I call it. So when you release, let's say this episode goes live today, I want Amy to promote it hard for 72 hours, because the more people that she gets to listen to this episode for the next three days, then Apple and Spotify will share her content with more people in that three day window. It's kind of, Oh, Amy's bringing lots of people to our platform. So let's give her some extra love when people are searching her keywords, let's she's going to show up more often. So instead of a lot of podcasters have a seven day cycle where they promote for seven days. And I'm like, let's just condense that into three days, a 72 hour window. And I challenge all my clients to release five unique marketing assets in 72 hours. Uh, so what that is and what that isn't five, five unique marketing assets. What it's not is I create a video and I post it on five platforms. That's not what I'm talking about. I need five unique assets. That would be five videos or carousel post, uh, an Instagram reel, a, uh, an audiogram, a newsletter, uh, an Instagram live. So different media assets that are going out. I want five of them in the first 72 hours. And this simple, simple strategy starts moving the needle. You will see it happen immediately. So I know a lot of you are already producing five marketing assets for your show. Just, just condense it down into a, a three-day window, maybe do an AM and PM posting on Instagram or whatever, wherever it is that you hang out. It's really going to help. The second thing that is going to help tremendously is the SEO. And a lot of people really mess up the name of their show. If the title of your podcast has zero keywords and has no identifying terms, your people aren't finding it. You're making it so, so hard on yourself. Like the Femtrepreneur, like that is, is well done. You know, tip of the cap to Amy, because that's a searchable term. You know, we're, we're pulling into the entrepreneurial world. And it's like, when I read that, I go, okay, this is for female entrepreneurs. Like I know exactly what it is. Yeah. My show is called Podcasting Business School. You know exactly what that is. And it's got yeah. keywords in it. So if, if Amy had a show and it's called Amy's Awesome Life, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what that's about or who it's for, uh, but I run across. So like, I would say 90 to 95% of podcasts are named incorrectly. And that's the number one thing that's killing their growth because the right people aren't able to search it because there's no searchability. And once they do get there, they have no idea what it's about. So if you 
tell me the name of your show and you have to explain what it is for five minutes, you need to change the name of your show. There should be yeah. no explanation required. And people should know this is for me or it's not for me. So those two things, the, the 72 hour marketing window, and then really looking at the name of your show and the SEO factor, it's going to help tremendously. I love that. And that is, yeah, some great tips there. But I do have a question that's just cropped, cropped up because I see this quite a bit is when someone's had a show that's done or an episode that's done really well and then they share that again maybe a month or two months later possibly even further down the line later how what do you think about that do you think that's a good idea bad idea because obviously it performed well right at the start so yeah like a re-release uh, yeah on, on, yeah i mean i don't have any problem with that um i what I tend to do, like I've got a lot of content. So I just recorded episode 315 of podcasting business school today. So I look back and I love when people binge listen to every episode and those people exist. I have people that are super fans. They've listened to all 315, whatever episodes. And I appreciate those people, but I realize that's not going to be a high percentage of people. So I love the idea of, I personally wouldn't re-release the same audio but I will take the same topic and go, let's do it again. Let's brush it off, freshen it up. Maybe I've got a new fresh perspective, a few extra tips or something that I would change. And then let's do it again. I do that all the time because there are certain things that are very important that are about launch growth and monetization. I talked about episode 60, but now we're in episode 300 and whatever, and maybe somebody has never, ever heard that content. So I owe it to my audience to have some core content that I refresh every once in a while and bring it back and I'm always talking about it. So I, that's the way that I would do it. But let's say you're trying to release weekly content and it's like killing you. You're very busy. You just can't find time to do it. So doing a greatest hit episode, taking that same audio that's performed well before and just re-releasing it as is, that would be a valid uh, strategy as well. Brilliant. I love it. Okay, so most people they start podcasts to help build their brand, but ultimately it's to help build their business, bring in money, bring in sales. How would you recommend people go about that? What should they be doing? Yes. Okay. Another mental switch that needs to be flipped. One of the greatest lies that's, that's ever told in podcasting is that the main easiest way, the main way, the only way sometimes to make money is with sponsorship. I will not accept sponsors. I get a head up, hit up on almost a weekly basis. And I tell you this, it's all, all my, I call my audience pod pals. So you guys are all my pod pals now. So I tell you this pod pals, sponsors are a pain in the backside. They are, I've, I've had a health show where we had $6,000 US in sponsors per month. And it drove me crazy mm -hmm. trying to keep the, promote their thing, do it their way. And it's just like, it was, H-A-L-F, uh, half, hard, annoying, lame, and frustrating. Now, selling my own programs and products and services, that is E-L-F, elf, easy, lucrative, fun, all right? Yeah. So, in my opinion, the easiest way to make six figures or any figures as a podcaster is to, to sell your own programs, products, and services, and don't worry about sponsors. I don't want to sell underwear and mattresses and mushroom coffee and whatever, you know, uh, sex toys, like there's all these things. I'm like, this doesn't all have anything to do with my brain. <laughs> so, so I don't want to do that. I don't promote my own stuff. And I make a lot more money doing that 
uh, and it's ELF, easy lucrative fund. So now the next question that you should be thinking is, okay, well, how do I convert podcast listeners into super fans and super fans into clients? And that's, I'm kind of giving you the recipe right there in that question. Because a lot of people are like, how do I convert my listeners into clients? I'm like, you're skipping a step. Mm -hmm. We need to level up that relationship and go from passive listener to activated super fan into client. That process will work. That's what I teach. That's what I do. And for me, we have to look for opportunities to create content with your listeners and to make them a part of the show. So I do this in two ways. Once per month, I host an event that I call the Pod Pals Zoom Party. And I invite all my listeners to sign up and they fill up in advance. I'll have 20 to 25 podcasters that listen to my show and we'll do an episode together. They get to connect with me, we're on Zoom, they're all on, on camera, they're all on audio, they get to shout out their brand and their show, we're discussing tips, they're a part of the show. And all that, that simple interaction, it helps me build relationships. And uh, they fill out information ahead of time, I'm asking them what their pain points are. So I, I kind of create a, a physical and mental file of like, what are they struggling with? I'm getting content ideas, you know, do I have anything that would be of use to help them with this, this issue that they're dealing with? And those lead to, you know, discovery chats, sales calls, whatever you want to call them and conversions. So that's one way that I do it. Another way, every single Friday for the last year and a half, I've released what I call a podcast audit episode where my listeners can sign up and they come on my show and I audit their show. And I go, okay, here are your opportunities for growth, monetization, and audience engagement. Those are the three main pain points of podcasters. And I audit those issues. We come up with some solutions and th those go out every single Friday. As of this recording, 80% of those people do business with me that come on my show for a podcast audit. And, you know, I've got a membership that's $97 a month. My main, my main coaching is $2,000 plus. So that's awesome. That's why I can only work three days a week because I have higher ticket items. I've got a high conversion rate. I'm spending all my energy building relationships and creating super fans from the people that listen to my show and that pays the bills and we're good to go. So that's the key question that you all need to be thinking. If you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you have courses, memberships go, okay, how do I create that middle piece of that super fan activation? How do I get people to be a part of my show? How, because a lot of people do this whole guest as client thing where they do only interviews they invite their potential ideal clients on as guests, but I'm doing it differently. I'm inviting my listeners on to be coached and that's social proof every single Friday. And I've got people that listen to every one of those episodes. They've listened to 50 of, of episodes of me just doing coaching. How primed are they when they're ready for coaching? Like I'm the only person that's top of mind mm -hmm. uh, because they've heard me coach and coach and coach and coach. So that is something like if you are, I have clients that only do coaching episodes and they're seeing a similar conversion rate as I do and talk about ELF, easy, lucrative fun. I've got a client that records one hour of content per week. She does four 15 minute coaching episodes. She closes almost all of them into her $5,000 plus program. And I mean, she's making almost $20,000 a month from her show from one hour a month of recording four episodes that are only coaching episodes for 15 minutes each like that is ELF. And that's, mm. it's very possible. It's very doable in this space. So I would encourage people to kind of re release the sponsorship monetization idea. Let's look at our own programs, products, and services, and uh, see if we can go that direction instead.
It's something that we're more passionate about, right? Our own products and services. Why would we be promoting other people? And yeah, you're, you're so right. Definitely, we've all been approached by people to go into their world and do things their way. Um, so I think everybody could agree that this episode has had so much value Adam has literally given us loads of stuff there to work on and he has a free challenge starting in November tell us more about it yes well uh thank you for allowing me to to promote my free challenge Uh, it's called the three-week free podcast super fan accelerator so if you that word kind of lit you up and what I was just talking about about how do I create take passive listeners and make them super fans so that we can leverage those relationships and have a higher conversion rate then this free challenge is for you for sure. If you're ready to stop hearing crickets, ready to make some money, uh, it's three weeks. I'm doing live trainings. I've got a workbook, but I'm going to teach four principles that I've used to bring my audience into my world, into my ecosystem and create real relationships with them. That's something that a lot of podcasters beat themselves up about their numbers, not being real high. I'm like, let's take advantage of being small and let's get to know all of our people and create, you know, if you only have 10 listens, let's create 10 super fans. If you have 51 listeners per week, let's create 51 super fans. And those are worth 10, 10 times the passive listener that listens to your show sometimes. So uh, live trainings, it's free. Uh, you can get that on my main website, podcastingbusiness.school. And we start November 1st. So get signed up and I'll be in there to, uh, to greet you and you'll be one of my pod pals officially. Love that pop pals. Okay, thank you, Adam. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Everybody, you know what to do. Always DM me when you're stuck on anything to do with social media and digital marketing. Absolutely get in touch with Adam if you're stuck on anything to do with podcasting. And don't forget to listen next month or subscribe to my channel to be reminded. Have a good month.